Hi, Spring fans. Welcome to a beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Spring Developer Advocate Josh Long, and this show is all about the real heroes behind Spring and its ecosystem. Beautiful podcast. How are you this fine 28th of September 2023? As I record this, it's actually six in the evening, but I'm in Singapore, which is to say I'm uh, pretty far along in the day uh, 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 for, you know, people in the time zone that's pretty quick to get started with that day. So by the time you listen to this, it might very well be the very early hours of, uh, of Thursday. Um, is it possible that there's somebody listening to this still in Wednesday? Yeah, maybe. No, probably not. Well, is that true? It might be possible. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the furthest west time zone is, but um, uh, what is it like? Sixteen hours? It's 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 the same time here as it is in New York, but you flip the a.m. p.m. So if it's six p.m. here, then it's six a.m. In New York and Hawaii would be midnight, so anything west of Hawaii will be still Wednesday, right? So anyway, all that to say, I'm far along in my day, and it might still be Wednesday for some people. That's how far um, I am. But uh, I'm in Singapore. I'm in in Singapore for VMware Explorer and for Spring One at VMware Explorer in particular, uh, and that's amazing, right? That's really good fun. Um, uh, Spring One has just been such a great event. So many cool people. So many. Cool things to learn. I keynoted uh, this morning with the good, the great, the amazing Dr. David Sire, who's been on this show um, a few times and uh, who you might recognize as the co-founder of Spring Boot and uh, Spring Cloud and the creator of Spring Batch and uh, Spring Framework contributor and just an all-around very interesting human being. Very cool. Um, we also did a doubleheader yesterday. We did uh, the Java user group, and he talked about, you know, runtime efficient uh, reflection. We talked about he he talked about runtime, um, reflection-free sort of efficient templating options like JTE uh, and uh, and so on. And that was really good. I thought that was a very interesting discussion as well. Particularly if you were looking at doing things like HTMX or whatever, uh, having an idea of how to do this, um, and 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 also to have something that succeeds in a GraalVM native image context. You know, really, really quite a very interesting talk and then of course I did a, a quick roving tour of Spring Boot in the light of Java 21 uh, and I think it's just a really interesting um, you know opportunity there and uh, I I stressed that point when I also keynoted albeit remotely for the um, Axonic conference happening right now in the Netherlands right so it's six in the evening here um, I just did the keynote Remotely, after I finished the keynote here in Singapore, I got I went to a quiet, secluded room, uh, and I had the privilege of. Uh, I, oh, so no, let me try again. After I finished the keynote here, and also as the MC, after I did that, I then went to uh, get some lunch. I went back. I did my breakout session here at Spring One in Singapore, and then after I did that, I went out and find a quiet, uh, found a quiet, secluded room, and I re I, I uh, did a live uh, recording and a live keynote uh, for. Uh, the Axonic show in the Netherlands, right, with my friend Alard Beise. So, so I've had a, a, a day full of like collaborations with really impressive people. First, the great Dr. Sire, and second, uh, Alard Beise over in the Netherlands. And Alard and I have been, you know, we've been friends for a long time. We've been like, you know, 13 plus odd years. I first interviewed him uh, uh, on the Java track as an editor for InfoQ, 
right, back in 2010, and um, about this new thing he was working on called Axon. And, um, you know, we've kept in touch, and obviously they're – uh, when they, when you know, when we introduced Spring Boot, I helped him create the first auto configuration, right? Like two years after Spring Boot was already out, um, he was already like, you know, invested in using it and in, in using Spring. But uh, we, we co-wrote, we co-authored the very first cuts of the auto configuration, which is, you know, dramatically simplified the the machinery required to run Axon there. Um, and then recently, we've been sort of taking advantage of all the cool stuff they introduced in Spring Boot 3.1, right? Uh, the test container support. Um, the, the, you know, we, 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 he, he and I put together a, um, well, first of all, they've already got a, a Java, they've already got a Docker image you can use for their infrastructure called the Axon server. Uh, but we uh, kind of got, I kind of helped them get started with the um, um, writing an Axon server container for test containers and then running the service connection connection details integration, right? The, the machinery that Spring Boot needs so that I can stand up a dependency uh, uh, as a development-only uh, public static void main class, just like with the Postgres container support and all that. And have Spring Boot automatically identify and connect to that thing, right? We did all that. Um, and then uh, what else did we do? There was, uh, there was also AOT support. He and I worked on the AOT support. I think we did a lot of that work last year. Um, and so that's pretty much there. That's for Spring Boot 3. Uh, so really, just Axon just, is just one of those ideal things, right? Spring Boot provides a lot of support. And if you're building a framework you want to build on top of that, there's a lot. You gain a lot. There's a lift you get from building on, something, on top of something like Spring Boot. Uh, and uh, Axon and his team, you know, Allard and his team, have just, you know, they just did an amazing job. They do an amazing job of, like, um, parlaying those wins in Spring Boot into big wins for Axon users. Because Axon is doing a lot more uh, out of the box. It has to, right? It's a it's a basically a distributed system in a box. And if you're willing to write code, uh, and I don't see why you wouldn't, it makes so much sense in today's world, but if you're willing to write code in the CQRS style, then just know that you've got the best toolkit in the business right there. And it's as easy as anything to get started and to build something. And then it's it's as though Java is trying to tell us if the context of the cloud and microservices and all this stuff weren't already enough, it's as though Java is trying to tell us uh, about these opportunities um, and to, to sort of make it easier to to uh, build these kinds of CQRS-based systems where you've got lots of ad hoc messages being conducted over the wire, right, uh, and and through uh, from one place to another in the in the, uh, in the code base, and so it's got features like records, like sealed types, uh, and like pattern matching, and this makes working with data, with events, with commands, and with queries, and with events, it makes working with all that kind of stuff so much easier, and that's a thing you can do in Java 21. Likewise, uh, if you want to use SQL, if you want to use uh, the Servlet API and so on, you've got Project Loom, virtual threads, right? And this is another thing where now I can build a CQRS-based system. I get virtual threads. I get uh, data-oriented programming through those those features I just mentioned. Um, and I use CQRS and I use Spring Boot. And all I'm doing is I'm expressing my business logic, both the framework and the language. Get out of your way, right? It is... It is so, so nice to see these things come together to converge in the way they did in our keynote this morning. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So I love great collaborations like that. I love when, uh, you know, uh, ecosystems, uh, not collide, but, you know, converge, right? I just, uh, there's so much power there. Um, another example of that, um, 
I'm sure it will be next week at Devox, Belgium, where I'll be co-presenting with my friend uh, Alina Yurenko on GrauVM. And so if you're using Spring Boot and GrauVM, don't miss it. It's going to be amazing. I'm also doing my breakout session there, looking at all the latest and greatest in Spring Boot ecosystem, of course. So don't miss that. That's going to be fun. Um, I'm doing some stuff in Switzerland. More details on that if I have anything public. Uh, and then I'm off to Spring One Tour in Amsterdam. So if you're there, don't hesitate to say hi. And then, of course, there's a lot more stuff as well coming up later in the month. So later next month. Uh, uh, but either way, you know, uh, quite a lot of fun things I'm going to be doing next year. I've had so much fun in Singapore. I've, uh, you know, I've actually met uh, a few people who have been, uh, you know, I've just corresponded with them routinely over the years on on the Twitter and whatever and it turns out they live here and they when they saw I was coming to town they came out and said hi and yeah just uh, just been a great trip so friends uh, one of the things that uh, here and at the uh, VMware Explorer and and uh, Spring One at Singapore one of the, the common themes as you can imagine that old thing right uh, is AI uh, and uh, AI is I think you know obviously it, it just needs so little introduction at this point. It's just obscenely, obviously, self-evidently uh, interesting and useful. And uh, of course, Spring wants to help uh, make that as easy to integrate in your apps as possible. So we announced last month at Spring One in Las Vegas, different Spring One, but same great uh, you know spirit and all that. We announced uh, the Spring AI project led by the great, the good, the amazing Dr. Mark Pollack. So this episode, my friends, is that interview, is that discussion that he and I had um, where he looks at Spring AI and he kind of introduces it. And uh, mind you, this was a original uh, demo that was done um, on YouTube, but I, I'm hoping that you'll get uh, something out of the audio because, uh, you know, we did a pretty good job of explaining what was going on and, uh, and uh, kind of making clear what was happening, and we also answered questions and so on. So enjoy, my friends. I hope you get something out of this, and as always, I'll see you uh, soon. You know, probably, uh, if you're around these areas, please don't hesitate, don't hesitate to say hi. Thanks. Okay, we're live. I don't know. Can they hear us? I don't know. I know. You should be able to. Luke, say hello. <laughs> okay, there we go. Mark's in the house. The, the doctor's in the house. It's good. Hi, everybody. We're we're live. Actually, we're believe it or not, we're 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 right next to each other. But there's two different laptops. So uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a. This is a little bit more involved of the live stream, but it's okay. Wait. Yeah. Uh, it's like discombobulated. Um. Uh. So today. So we're at, we're at spring one. Yeah. Live in Spring One, in person, in person, uh, open sourcing, in uh, in person, right? And um, I don't know if there's, I don't know what we can say made more waves than the new Spring AI project. If you say so, I feel like that is huge and uh, and it's palpable. You talk to everybody; they're just like, like yeah, like, it's on everyone's of, mind because of Chat GPT. Well, yeah, and and just it's out of left field. That we didn't announce it, we you know we didn't really like. No, it was uh, sort of a last-minute addition to the keynote presentation that was already being made by Microsoft uh, to focus on this use case. Yeah, and Adib caught hold that I was working on this and kind of pushed me to uh, work on formalizing it more. 
So yeah. that's why it didn't follow sort of a normal path. That's okay. It was it was a, made the surprise even better. It was like a Marvel. They keep their <laughs> they keep their movies under wraps for until the very last minute, and then you know. Oh, All wow, right, it's bigger and better than you thought. So, um, yeah. So today, I I, I guess we uh, people saw the keynote. It was tantalizing. Uh, hopefully, a lot of people went and saw your your workshop. Right, mm -hmm. that was great. Right, obviously, despite um, this uh, this AI stuff, it requires internet connections. Is that true? Uh, yes. <laughs> At the, well, you can have local models, yeah. but we're we're using models that are hosted. You're you're because you can't exactly host a multi-trillion element. No, model. that would be difficult. Yeah, yeah. but you can host a Meta, and they have a seventy billion model. Uh, so it's okay. uh, it's coming. You've got a machine. If there's ever been a machine that could do it, I think it's yours. I I don't know if people, <laughs> that machine. Look at that beast. Look at that thing. Yeah, that thing has been around the block. That is, for reference, that's a human fist right next to it, right? Like try doing that on your laptop and seeing how much more space the human fist takes up there. Um, so anyway, good stuff. So can we, I, I guess, uh, you wanna take the the can lead I here? Share? Yeah, you yeah. should be able to share. Where's your, you're clearly logged in. Just one? <laughs> yeah, and then you can um, present, I think. All right. Okay, and then just kind of give us a walk, because I, I, I don't know what I don't know, right? And I'm kind of hoping you'll take us on a little tour of the world of AI and then spring AI. Sure, and then we'll a very quick tour, try and get this done in a half hour. It'll be good prep for my talk tomorrow. Right, and then, uh, then he's going to drag me through it. Now, remember, I don't know what I'm doing here, so he's going to be my spring Sherpa, uh, my doc, no, my Dr. AI. I don't know, whatever. You're going to be you're going to be the ultimate clippy. <laughs> like, yeah, which is, so, uh, which is fun, because he used to work on spring.net. That's right. Yeah. I was in the spring.net uh, world for a while. Anyway, so let me set the tone, right, from wait, the context. Wait, so can they see your screen? I don't know. Oh, I have to add this. Okay, sorry. I'm no good at this. I've never there done There you it. go. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, everyone's heard of ChatGPT. I think this is why uh, we're here. And as I probe more into it, I realized that a lot of this is accessible to Java developers, not maybe traditional uh, programming language for doing AI, where Python is the king. So there are a lot of use cases, content generation, code generation, search, summarization. And uh, yeah, it's been a long march you know, uh, to get here, right? I'm sure everything started in the 60s uh, in the upper left corner, and here we are in the 2020s in the lower right corner. So we didn't get here you know, quickly, but uh, now it does seem to be uh, exploding. Uh, so much so that this is a quote from uh, one of the um, data scientists who hosts a, a podcast I listen to. And it uh, used to be to do his job, he would go off, train some uh, models with data, but now uh, he doesn't have to do that. And he actually is uh, sort of doing engineering, software engineering more than data science. Wow. And the big reason is because of the P in chat, in chat GPT is pre-trained. Uh, and so as a result, it's becoming more of a developer tool, more almost like a database than uh, something that requires extensive uh, training in data science or machine learning. Right. So the result is, uh, maybe it's more of a statement than a result, is uh, every programming language is going to want to uh, interact with uh, these uh, AI models uh, that are pre-trained. And for the Spring ecosystem, why it's important is that this is a lot to do with software engineering. It's a lot to do with uh, integration. How do you bring data to the model? How do you run batch jobs that will process that data to let the model know about your data? Uh, how do you string together multiple um, responses uh, 
to in turn make decisions based on those responses uh, to do something else. So if you think of the classic um, VIP pattern around the coffee shop where hot right. drinks went somewhere and cold drinks went somewhere else. If you ask the model, make me a drink and it made a cold drink, your workflow after the cold drink is different than the workflow. Right. Uh, so there's a lot of tools we'll have over time integrating with the rest of the spring portfolio uh, to solve uh, complex use cases. But we'll start from the beginning. Uh, I'll lay some groundwork uh, about some of the terminology that's coming up and we'll probably go through three of them, but um, not all of them. There's a workshop we just gave yesterday that's available in the link on the homepage. Uh, maybe I should show that briefly so people know where it is. So it's experimental, doesn't even have a release yet. You're living on the edge here with snapshots. Uh, but there is, you know, some decent introductory documentation. And this material here uh, walks through uh, a lot of the features that we have so far. That's a good workshop. That's the one about, about which I was just speaking a minute ago. Yes, that was done in collaboration with, with Microsoft. They were very, very supportive and very, very helpful. So Microsoft, okay, so... First of all, we mentioned this earlier. You're, 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 you've got a history of doing springy things with Microsoft first .NET. Yeah, long time. Yeah, a while ago now. Yeah, and then and then your your data science uh, roots have come home to roost uh, with uh, a little the, bit. Yeah, the there's some stuff. old brain cells firing, but the field has changed a lot. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I guess maybe I'm not intimidated by academic papers, so that helps. <laughs> well, I mean, we 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 had you on the show before, but. For people who don't don't know, you you had a background in physics and yeah, like nuclear physics. Uh, it's all the rage now with right. Oppenheimer. Right, you were, <laughs> and you were the first uh, lead of Spring Data. I mean, you, you know, this is all very much in your wheelhouse, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, data and messaging were my main focus, uh, and then Spring Cloud Dataflow. Yeah, um, and I uh, worked on a project we'll show here, maybe a little bit mm -hmm. Spring CLI, uh, yeah. but this is a little more captivating for people's imagination. So I have some background, but. You know, really, I, I can't say I'm a data scientist. Uh, so, so I have one foot in each camp, and I'm sure some people had more training. Uh, right. They'll hear me speak, and maybe I'm too colloquial uh, <laughs> about terminology uh, that is uh, clearly more formal. You know, sort of building on the what is it? Shoulders of standing giants. Shoulders of giants. Standing yeah. on the shoulders of giants. Yeah. 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 That's a good analogy. I love it. Okay. Sorry. So, I don't think we're going to be able to go through entirely this. Deck, Good. and maybe at least the coding part. Maybe we can get through the key points and yep. try to make it quick because uh, you know people don't want to spend an hour <laughs> listening. I... So models. I mean, uh, this is what's the AI model, and yeah. um, I'll just quickly jump to the slide on that. You know, it's not just language. Oh, there's slow internet here. Oh no, my page, page downs don't work the way you think. <laughs> so. Uh, at the top, in this, in this line here, yeah. you know, this is kind of what we're used to now with ChatGPT. Language and code go in, language and code uh, come out. But uh, last summer, a lot of people were interested in mid-journey and stable diffusion, where you asked it, make me a funny picture of a cat that has a punk hairdo. Right. right? So they kind of started, but didn't really capture the public imagination as ChatGPT. So right now, you have different models. They do different things. They generate different outputs. Uh, but the trend that is happening with ChatGPT4 is that it's going to be multi-model. It'll be one model to rule all. So you could basically input anything and get back anything. So I bet you this year, uh, next year, this time, uh, yeah, you won't have to pick models uh, as much as you do now. You think mid-journey's days are numbered, maybe? No, I don't know. I mean, 
they're very specialized. It's hard to see. It's all yeah. competition, right? Yeah. And yeah, this is speaking how of numbering, the, uh, vendor. Yeah. GPT four is notoriously bad at some math equations. So yeah, like, but they, they iterate super quick. It's really True. shocking. Uh, we'll see. You yeah. Know, it's only been uh, since last fall that GPT oh, has been. It's not even a mind. year yet, right? Blow so, my mind. Uh, then we'll talk about prompts. So mm -hmm. prompts is just a formal way of saying input into your the model. Uh, it really matters how you ask the model for things. It cannot be overemphasized. Uh, so much that the term prompt engineering has come up to kind of make it a discipline. Right. So we'll maybe see on the way some examples of that, but that's a key skill. And prompts are generally templated, much like you know, in the good old days of a view in Spring MVC where you'd have all the scaffolding around what your view should be and then you'd stick in the relevant pieces of text uh, from, you know, relevant for the matter at hand. Uh, output parsing is another area that the Spring AI library helps with. So that's kind of each thing here we help with in the, the Spring AI library and make it easy. Uh, when you get the result back from a model, a language model, it's just a string. Even if you ask for it in JSON, still a string. Uh, so you have to convert that. You have to make it into a structured data so that you can use it in your applications. Uh, no one just works with strings. And then it kind of gets more sophisticated. Uh, a lot of real world applications, you need to call uh, the model multiple times, right. sequentially, or maybe not so sequentially, like we were talking about with the hot and cold drink enterprise integration pattern. You know, you might go three steps down and then have a fork in the road and then go down there. And choosing the fork in the road might even be up to uh, the AI itself. So you start to get this interesting behavior. So just like, sorry, humans break down a problem. Right. You have to break down a problem to solve uh, here. Uh, there's a good slide at the end on that, but I probably can't find it with this slow internet. Then one use case that everyone's interested in is how do you use your own data. So in the keynote, we saw a demo using the catalog of bicycle uh, you know, uh, products. And um, obviously, the AI model doesn't know about that. <coughs> so how do you teach it about your stuff, mm -hmm. right? So I think that you know, beyond the Hello World examples that we'll show, which are important, the more detailed and more interesting use cases are kind of like Q&A over your reference docs. Right. So you could load up all your docs for a spring batch and then talk to it. Right. Right. So that's, I think, a primary uh, use case. And last but not least uh, is how do you know the solution you made is working? How do you evaluate that your prompts are good, that your responses are accurate? And there are several techniques that are emerging to evaluate that. So that's kind of like some of the domain. Uh, there's pretty much a one-to-one -one mapping of everything you see here and a package in the um, in the project. So is this a slide people should take a screenshot of? Yeah, we'll it's kind of a little more general, but yeah, sure. They know what know and they moved quickly off of that. Yeah. So let's just, uh, <clears throat> yeah. It's important to point out that uh, ChatGPT likes to chat. <laughs> so if you ask it for JSON and you just say, please give me JSON, it might say, sure, here's some JSON. Right. Literally, the text, sure, here's some JSON. Which is not valid JSON. Which is not valid JSON. Yeah. It doesn't start with curly brace. <laughs> so some of the prompts start to uh, almost appear rude from the <laughs> conversational point of view, right? And a lot of them are suffixed with, 
If you don't know, just say so. Don't make up an answer. It's really, it feels so strange that we're doing so much work to get a machine to act like a machine. It, it, uh, yeah, yeah, it's the problem. Yes, exactly. Uh, in fact, uh, yeah, there are some new features in GPT that help this kind of like mismatch, you might say, between computers. And so they built it for humans, but now we want computers to talk to it. And there's a little bit of a, of a mismatch there. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, let's go to the hello world. Okay. Uh, maybe first, I don't know how much tokens are very worth. important. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. token. Okay. So when you send text into uh, uh, let's say, you know, OpenAI, uh, it gets broken down into tokens. Tokens are how the model works internally. It's, it's internal representation. You're like, well, what do I care about internal representation? Well, the reason you care about it is your API usage in these hosted models is built on the number of tokens. Number one, that's why tokens are important. So what's a token? Normally a token's a word, uh, but often it's not. So chat GPT here is colored in three letters indicating it's three tokens. Mm -hmm. So basically, um, you know, you have, uh, I don't know, one, one token is about uh, 70, 0.75 of a word, or if you scale it up, you know, all the words of Shakespeare is 90,000 words or 1.2 million tokens. 900,000 words. 900,000, sorry. Uh, so yeah, this gets turned into a token. Tokens are represented in embedding. So there's this very large dimensional array right. and that's what it operates on. And this, by the way, this right here, friends, this is why that vector API coming in Java is so important. Matrix multiplication, this kind of stuff. Maybe. If you're implementing something that does it, uh, it's important. Yeah, yeah sure. performance. This yeah. is why you NumPy wanna... and SciPy dominate is because they have fascinating code. Yeah, I didn't know they're having that. Yeah. I got to catch up on my JDK. Uh... <laughs> it's a JEP coming, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. You can preview it, I think, in Java 21. Anyway, neither here nor cool. there. Just so, yeah, the basic thing is, number one, tokens equals money. It's how you're building these models, hosted models. And a lot of the software engineering in the advanced use cases uh, revolves around the fact that tokens uh, are limited in size. Uh, so what that means is if you have more than 4K tokens, uh, anything else you would hand the model, it throws on the floor. So one of the ways to scale has been to uh, increase that number of tokens you can send in a request. So it started off at 4K with GPT-3, now it's 8K, 16K. Anthropics Claude is 100K. Meta released a, uh, not released, a research paper where um, it's a million tokens, right? Wow. Uh, you might say, oh, that's great. If I want to, you know, hand it Shakespeare, I'll just hand it Shakespeare all the books, but then it costs you money. Uh, yeah, uh, a lot. So a lot of it is picking the the right data ahead of time to hand it, so you save money and you make it work less overall. Architecture is what we build given the constraints of resources. Yes, there you go. Good quote. <laughs> so the first thing we help with is the fact that there's a lot of APIs, none of them the same. You know, this is like uh, probably the database days, you know, what was it? The record-based databases? You know, <laughs> right. like before there was a standard ODBC or JDBC. Right. It's kind of like that. They all similar, kind of do the same thing, but not really. So one of the first things we offer is to uh, oh, unify this space by providing multiple implementations of a common class so that if you first start off with, you know, Azure OpenAI and you want to switch, the idea is to be portable. So these Portable service abstractions from Spring going way, way back. Yeah. Kind of the same theme here. So wait, when you talk, so which ones 
are we supporting or will we support? really they're kind of like two right but they're the same model in a sense right yeah. they're two different apis uh but um one is azure uh who clearly is partnered you know right. and heavily invested in open ai and the other is let's call it sam altman's open api right open the, AI. The open AI that everyone knows through chat yeah. gpt uh if anyone from google is listening or anthropic i would love to get access to uh, yeah to those models so i could write the we have a question mm -hmm. from the uh, audience here. Okay. The limit of the parameters, only for prompts or for learning in general? Limit of the parameters. I think the token limits are for uh, in general. So the text block you send and importantly, the response have to be below that limit. Oh. So if you're a limit, if you send in, you know, 3,900 3, tokens, you only got a hundred left in the response. Oh dear. Yes. I so I don't know if that, that answers the question. I hope it does. Great question. Laurent. All right. So yeah, so that's where this comes in. Uh, I've been following this uh, about a side benefit of COVID. Kind of went deep into this when I got COVID in the early earlier this year. And it's when all those announcements were made from Google and from Microsoft. And I started experimenting and these two projects here clearly have been in the space for a longer period of time, and they have a lot of good uh, ideas and concepts. And you know, they're from uh, Python, Langchain, and Llama Index. So I've tried to synthesize their good ideas, you know, take it from a you know, make a, a good object model around these core concepts, mm -hmm. uh, and then yeah, align it with the way we typically do implementations in Spring. So yeah, these are the components, very similar to what we described earlier, you know, focus around abstractions to call the models, prompts, output processors, and those advanced use cases, which we can maybe cover around loading your own documents, how you split them up, how you store them, and basically the software engineering techniques around implementing something like query over your documentation. So, two lines here of code but really needs to be one because there's a starter that creates the uh, client for you and the starting point is sending text and getting back text so, right uh, this is probably where we could uh, you could take over and okay. uh, you could try to uh, turn this into actual usable code a usable well, project I'm gonna Sorry. fumble in the door literally this is my first run through but I feel like with you I how far I, I, we have chat GPT we have and Rod you. here too oh yeah we have Rod and my teacher this is the old Spring rod t-shirt, yeah. Yeah. Join his spirit. He's still alive. <laughs> yes, but he's, he's just not there. here right now. Oh god, no, oh, yeah. Um but uh no, we can uh we've got Chat GPT and you guiding us. Yeah. If 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 I if I can't get to the finish line with that, then it can't and be I'll done. give a plug for the Spring CLI, which is another yes. project started. If you install that, you can just type Spring Boot New AI and you'll have a working project. Oh. But we'll do it with uh, initializer because that's what everyone's most familiar with so we'll we don't so absorb can... two concepts at once well, actually let's do we'll do both so i have so people who don't know spring project uh, uh, uh. experimental yeah my typing is notoriously slow and flawed are you sharing your screen i think i need to stop i think uh yeah should be i'll stop sharing mine yeah i'm sharing yeah okay good <laughs> um Okay, so here's the Spring CLI. You can just get the latest release, download it, put it in your path, and use it. Once it's there, you can, use, like he, like the man just said, you can do a make dear uh, um, Azimov. Okay, go ahead. Azimov. 
Spring new AI? Spring boot new. Spring boot new. Yep. Okay. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, well. Okay. That, but that gives you a new project, and Spring CLI has a lot of great other templates, and we've that's a, a topic for a whole other day. Ta-da! New project, right? Good stuff. Now, uh, I'm going to go back here. RMF. Before I do that, as in the Palm XML is exactly what you would get from start.spring.io. It's just that. Okay, so I'll go back. Get rid of this. Go back to start.spring.io. Asimov, or singularity, beautiful singularity. There we go. And then uh, this is not there on the spring initializer yet. You know why? Because it's a brand new project. Give it a minute. It's also a snapshot. <laughs> yeah, it's a snapshot. Oh, yeah, good point. Let me use 3.13. No just to pull the repositories into the definition, right? Oh, I see. And then I'll just point it, I'll pull it back to 3.12 and sure. manually bring in the dependency. Lazy. Go add web. And, uh... Oh yeah, oh, I should have done that here. Son of a gun. Uh, web and actuator, right? Hmm. Don't need actuator. Sure. Okay. I just kind of go hand in hand. Uh, okay, and then we need to go to the Spring CLI project, which has this, uh, which is also in Spring Project Experimental. Yeah, I'm right? living there. You're right. I'm living in there. <laughs> it's where you live. Yeah, I updated the readme two hours ago. Like, he's been there. Um, copy and paste this goodness no. right here. No. No? Uh, sure, yes. <laughs> <Okay>. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it scared me. Uh, why is it all? Oh, it's downloading the world. <gasps> Stop. What are you doing? Okay, so 3.12. Die, please and do you see what's happening down there? Yeah, there's a progress bar of hell. It's downloading everything that's ever been published by anybody on Maven Central on my hotel Wi-Fi. It will finish sometime. Okay. Did you see what just happened there, by the way? That was very intelligent pasting. Did you see it? Isn't that cool? That's like I was wondering what you were gonna do there. Magic. Thanks to the folks at Intelligent. Yeah, sorcery. Like very clever. We are, like you said earlier, standing on the shoulders of giants. We we are very lucky. We got Microsoft helping us with, the, you know, the singularity. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Intelligent yeah, helping us. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh. And by the way, there's another like passive, kind of AI interaction that I think a lot of us experience today, which is Copilot and yeah, the things yeah. like that. You know, yeah. Intelligent just announced their own. Spring CLI also has uh, AI code generation for <sighs> full features, not just. Wow. Sitting in the uh, area of the editor that you're at. It's like a whole project uh, scope. It is a little bit big. That's what got me down the path in the programming. Yeah, of pursuing the AI stuff? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. All right, let's make a controller. Is it done uh, downloading the internet? It's sad. It's, it's not. It's, it's so sad. Although the build looks better. It does, do, it does look better. Good, okay. All right, <sighs> make a controller. Singularity. So can I just build a public static void main for now? And we'll just we'll do everything in there. That way it's just uh, a, like a as test. long as you want a web request. Do I need a web request? No, you don't. I can just provide a string, right? Sure. So yes, even simpler. Yeah. So do I inject the AI? Yep. Well, client? you have to auto wire it somehow. So what is it called? AI template? AI client? Is there you're getting the you know the boot starter, so it's AI client. Okay, that's the API. Yeah, so uh, Oh, it's still downloading this part of it. So, come on, computer, do the thing we talked about. Remember, we talked about where you wouldn't suck while I was on the stream. I'm used to doing the sucking. Well, only one of us can yeah, be terrible at this. Oh yeah, it's my my uncompiled code. Okay. 
Take three. Come on, this time there are all the marbles. Mm. Nope. Wait, 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 wait. There's a reason, I'm sure. Oh, it's the same one. I didn't pick up the new uh, text. Am I missing something obvious? What is it complaining about? Does it still think there's some argument there that's not? No, it's saying it can't start the app. Let's try it. Run. Because the test is failing. But why is the test failing? Is... Oh, this. So you need the key. But I've got the key. Uh, you might not have the key. Might not have the key. Wait, I'm not going to. Oh, that was Azure we were using before. I'll oh. give you another key. Wait. Everyone but... has to close their eyes. Wait, but so. There are different keys. Uh, what, you, to... what you cut and pasted was the uh, starter for OpenAI, oh, not Azure OpenAI. I, I don't use the key. How do I use Azure? Uh, just type uh, Azure before OpenAI. AI yeah. dash Azure. Okay. Yes, that's all. That's it. Mm -hmm. Also, that's it. That's the first thing people should know. Yes. Yeah. So now that's... we switched. Yeah. <laughs> in some way. That's cool. Although okay. we're never sure working here. Gotcha. All right. So yeah, now you should be good to go. Neat, sweet rip, sweet nectar. Okay. AI client. It's all about the keys. Yeah. The keys. The plane, boss. The plane. Oh. So okay. Already right. I'm excited because that just it seems yeah. like I'm so starting with hello world. You just pass it something. Tell me a joke. Yeah. And then and then you can print it out. The response is that it's a string, right? Mm-hmm. So it's I'm gonna. Let this simmer for just a second. We can all absorb that it's just a string, and then I'm going to move it to var because I hate having types in my response. Okay, there we go. I like it. <sighs> Auto in C sharp. I love that. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Well. Hey. <laughs> so okay, what you what you folks didn't see is that uh, there's a property that's required, right? Application properties. Uh, a spring AI. Spring AI. I guess I. You forgot I haven't. To Done the right things. We'll figure that out. But yes. okay, there's a there's a property there that you need. It's in the documentation or yeah. in the code, and you can use. You, if you have questions, take the code base from GitHub, send it to ChatGPT, and then ask it to explain it to you. Because <laughs> well, no, this is after 2001. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. Here, if you want, here this is. Uh, oh, Spring AI Azure Open API. Uh, well, I can't open up Slack and see. Oh, all right. I can anyway. just. Uh, they'll just trust me. It's, it's it's there. So there's a key that I've specified as an environment variable off script, off screen, off cam, whatever. And that's why this is working because I'm connected to Microsoft Azure's open yeah, service. AI yeah. service. Okay. And they they do this out of the uh, the goodness of their heart for free, do they? Uh, no. No. Of course you not. have to pay them. Imagine. <laughs> imagine. Okay. Which is why you have to count your tokens and, Be, yeah. Good. and not, not to send garbage so you don't pay for it. Okay, so this is, I feel like I've already done a thing that feels satisfying. I got, did you see the results? Why did the tomato turn red? Because yeah. I saw the salad dressing. Uh, oh, sweet. Okay, it's actually really it's, good. It's, it's a lot of dad jokes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess you'd say. So now what? How do I make this more, this is cool. I guess I could wrap this. Yeah, so let's make the joke resource. Okay, so. Check that in. Okay, oh, it's like an actual, okay. So I've got a file. If you want to make. What's the resource contents here? Uh, uh, joke prompt. Dot st. st. Okay. For a string template. Oh, 
Uh, the reason it's not double is apparently single brace is the norm in Python land. So if you want to take prompts uh, from prompt hubs or whatever these places are, they're all going to be single quotes. Uh, so that was for sort of some ecosystem compatibility. So you can grab quotes. I love it. Uh, uh, prompts off the shelf. Hello. I'm using the very convenient Spring Framework uh, resource abstraction. Can't figure out where it went. <laughs> yeah, where did it go? Hey, my friend. Unless Jurgen did something very dramatic, this should still be here. Okay, there we go. So I've got the resource, and this is just going to be a lambda now. I think I'm ready to accept that. So I've got the resource. Now what? I'm going to turn this into a prompt template. Yeah. Oh, wow. So is that, can I share that bean? Or no, it... prompt templates are stateful. Okay, so they're specific to each request. Yes, because you might build up uh, state over time as okay. you pass this around, especially when you're handing it later off into chains and sequences of things. Right, okay. So you might not have all the variables filled until the last moment after previous questions have been answered and previous requests. That's so cool. Okay, so do not put this as a single bean. Yes. Um, okay, another question. Let's say it's not a bean, but let's say I'm using it in a concurrent environment for a single client. Is it thread safe? Good question. Uh, I would err on the side of no now. I don't know if string template underneath is concurrent okay. supporting. So don't share it, basically. I'd have to look up the, I don't know, is handlebars and all that stuff thread safe? Well, I don't think template like transactional engines. Transactional request, request in, request out, right? I, I don't know the answer. Okay. Template engines are thread safe. So no, for now, just assume no. That's easy enough. It's, life is good. Um, okay, teach me, Sensei. So now we're going to create the prompt, which is the thing we're going to send instead of the string, because it's kind of a more structured thing. Uh, wow, so cool. This is like exactly what you were just talking about in the slides, which is nice. We're straight into the code five no, minutes later. No, prompt template is going to create a prompt. So, yep, dot create map of, and then let's pass in oh. values for adjective and... Uh, uh, so this is where you get to do Mad Libs with the audience. Oh, yeah, like, give me an adjective. Give me a noun. I used to take people's names for each presentation. This is going to be way more fun. Um, and then topic will be, wait, so the adjective is, no, that's, that's the Like topic. funny. I don't funny. Know. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, cows. <laughs> okay, and then this will create a prompt object, which I will store very, very, very quickly as a var. So that right. doesn't make me sad. And... Uh, now passing the prompt, yeah. Oh, that's it. Mm -hmm. And now it's not a string, but because you have var, I guess it didn't matter, but the name is bad. Thank call you. it response. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I respond. Sure. Sure. Azure, even. I got this. Uh, oh, I didn't do like a good job on debugging it. Remember, each time I'm failing at this, uh, at printing things out, it's costing Microsoft money. It's costing us money. To not that expensive, right? But yeah. you know, if you're going to host millions of users. Oh, what is up. all this then? Yeah, so uh, when you get a response back, it's not just a string. Uh, you might get multiple responses back because you might ask it for, give me five variations on jokes, but we won't get into that. And then you get metadata basically about how it was processed, how many tokens it used, and stuff like that. So, so if you, yeah, you're not going to, yeah, so, uh, okay. 
I don't know what each of these does. I just want well, to see it's it. only going to be one here, Chris. But anyway, there's only one there. In fact, there's a helper method called get response. Let okay. me get generation yeah. because uh, it's so common that you, it, it's more common to use get generation. Okay. Then you can say get provider output if you want to see the metadata. Okay. So uh, get provider output. Oh, that's the map. Okay. So yeah, then you can see you. KV. This is the map. Okay. Oops. Sorry. V. Mm-hmm. And then a, a response. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah, you already printed that. But is there a run info? Uh, yeah, that there might be something there for Azure. You could try. Uh, this is exciting. Or, uh, oops. You know what? You code faster than I can think. I'm, I'm a dollar. I'm. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm coding faster than I can think. That's, <laughs> that's the problem. Um. Okay. All right. Fire away, please. I can't believe this is working. <gasps> Look at that. It gave yeah. me an object. It gave me a generation. Text. Why did the cow go on a trip? To go to the museum. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So there's no, uh, I don't know why there's, oh, wait, you didn't, is it anymore? That's the end of it? Yeah, it looks, well, it's still, no, there, is it still it's working? a web app, so it's a web server. Actually, do I need, does no, your... you got the response. Anyway, I don't know why it didn't even print out anything there. So does this actually, do I need the web no. for your life? It brings it in, right? If it needs it, so. I don't think that's the issue here. Okay, it's just time. Yeah, there you go. So, to, to why did the cow go down? Yeah, space? I, 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 anyway, there should be uh, run info and provider output. I'm not sure why it's not there. Oh, this is amazing. So, provider output and uh, run info. No, you get back a full object. This generation, yeah, yeah. It's empty. Just I don't know. There should be stuff there. That is so cool. Though. Sorry about that. All right, let's do this one. Yeah, what's this? So, create a uh, actor film, okay? Class okay. with these two attributes. I have a question. Mm. Can I use records? Don't know. Try it. YOLO. Now, this is not a re representation of the quality of a given thing if it doesn't support records yet, okay? People, I'm you just mean, gonna does try Jackson it. Jackson support it, yeah. Right, so fire away. But but are we using okay? I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Actors, films. Okay. Oh, I'm using that library. That, right. I wonder if that does. Right. I don't know. O only one. Uh, go for the gusto. Yeah. What other fields? Just That's this? it. Neat. Neat. Oh, good stuff. Hot sauce. Do you want to do my talk tomorrow? No. Better present. No. Are you kidding? Okay. Um. I want to be in the front of in front of the room. Like. This is so cool. Yeah, so you can. This is the, the important thing make a, a beam output processor. So, the thing Josh is going to do now is that you get back strings, but you want structured data coming back uh, so you could do something with them, right? Yeah, like that. Yeah, what goes in here? Oh, bean. You have to oh, do action. the class. Yeah, you don't. I might be using generics wrong, but you have to uh, pass it the class, otherwise, it doesn't know. Okay, good. And then Oh, so you get the response as the generation, is it? Or what do you do? So you get the uh, format string. If you want to just show it, uh, yeah, it's copy and paste these two lines in essentially. Okay, so f uh, from what? The output parser, this one. Okay, so bomb.get format var format string equals, and then system out format. And so we can see it. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is how you ask it for JSON, which as you'll see is. Uh, 
highly unintuitive. Okay, and then and then uh, we're going to create a, a string here. We're not going to create a, a template. We'll just do a raw string here. And okay, var user message mm -hmm. equals. So glad we have more guiding strings. Yes, <laughs> finally, uh, filmograph filmography for the actor actor period. Yeah, and then format. Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. All right, that's it. Good. So then let's, create that, a, uh, let's make another prompt template. Okay, bar. We probably want to get rid of the calls to the uh, other stuff. Yeah, okay. This is my. So we don't just comment out that for now. Void one error. Ooh. Oh, no, because you nested it. Okay. Yeah, and I need the AI client. Yeah. Private stuff. Mm hmm. Like a unit test. You know what a good engineer would have done? They would have put this in a unit test, but that's not me. Well, we can get to that. <laughs> we have unit tests. Really? For, yeah. Oh, for evaluation to see if it answer made sense. But we'll get there. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, so user message. Uh, I'll create another prompt template and uh, passing in the user message. Yeah. And then the, We're gonna, the replacement, so the model, so to speak. Oh, the attribute. Okay. Yeah, so map, map of. of uh, format yeah. is what is the format string we get from the uh, okay format is the format string output yep and the actor is I go with Jeff Bridges but you can pick your favorite who is my favorite actor otherwise we go with the all American Tom Hanks <laughs> so generic and, but you, and Jeff Bridges is not bad oh he's great but is it not my favorite is he that doesn't have to be your favorite. Anyway, uh, now what? Uh, so, um, template generation. Yeah, these two lines. Get a prompt. Oh, we get the prompt from the prompt template, right? Create the prompt like that. Yeah. You can't handle the prompt. But you have to pass in the. This uh, create message. I think I could clean this up actually now I'm looking at it, but inside create here. Yeah, you, uh, prompt template create message. I think uh, there's another way to do it, but let's just go with what we have and uh, you need to close the uh, gap there. Okay, so where did I go? Uh, now, oh, sorry. I'm, I've lost myself. Okay, wait. Prompt template. This is what we need. Prompt template, create message. Oh, okay. I so think I uh, screwed this up here, but just copy it so we don't waste people's time. Oh, there are okay. many, there's like so many combinations of how you can make a prompt. Right. I, I love it. I love this so much. It's very flexible. That's like spring. It's very idiomatic. Yeah. Um, prompt. The, the whole thing with the message is because when you start to have roles. Yeah. And uh, I think maybe, yeah. So. When you have the system role and the user role, uh, you create messages per role and then you combine them. Mm -hmm. Generation. Is it the text? Yeah, get yep. the text. Yeah, so it's getting the uh, output, right? And right. now it's, uh, yeah, so it's important to emphasize this is a Java bean, right? Right, actor, so I can do this. It's got actors filmed as a type. I can get actor in movies. Mm -hmm. Sure. I should have a nice usable two string out of the box if it works. 
Fingers crossed. Okay, you ready? Is it, is it looking insane? Yeah, that seems like a good translation to the more modern style. I'm using the Neanderthal Your... version. What? That's so cool. Well, no, no, no. That's the that's the request. Oh, that's the format. Yeah. So here's how you have to ask for it, right? Your response needs to be in JSON. Don't include explanations. Provide blah blah blah. And here's the JSON schema you need to use. So it figured out the JSON <laughs> schema. That's nice. And yeah, here's the results. Yeah. Last yes. picture, so. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty sweet. Wow. And that's, uh, I mean, besides the key, which took a hot minute to figure out, this is yeah, know, so 42 to 54, 12 lines of code. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, you can probably make it shorter. And the whole point of having chains is to encapsulate this even more. So you make these one-liners, right? I don't know if there's anywhere else you want to go. There's, a, I'm sure there's a lot, but I, I just, come on, tell you me. You want to do the, the Wikipedia thing? Can we? Yeah, if you if you're if you're not busy, I'm I'm happy. Yeah, to learn. it's pretty easy. Like, this is so. Can I put this in another method, like two? Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Oh wow, that's so cool. That Am I going to so get cool. you the uh, Wikipedia article? How you want me to send it to you? Uh, just send me. What's the uh, There's no URL. Oh, okay. I, can, I guess uh, you can get it from GitHub if I send you the link. Okay. Okay, I'll get that in my. I phone. don't know. You don't want me to. We put it in Slack, it? and I can get it my. Yeah, I can probably just not share my screen for a second. That's fine. Any uh, oh, oh no. good stuff. Uh, oh, it's too it's too big. Um, I'll I'll give you the link online. Okay. Wow, this is so cool. Uh, who? Okay, come on, people who in the in the chat was that not? Are you not amused? Isn't that amazing? Let's see. So, yeah. Mm hmm. So this is where all the sample code is. It might be also worthwhile. What? You've got this treasure trove of stuff? Yeah. Well, this is all from the workshop. So uh, resources. Yeah. Mm. So you'll have to uh, plop this into a document. Okay. Uh, okay. That's the link. So get a, let me just go there. RD. RD. Oh, one, one dash two, oh, two. Yeah. I'm missing an F stuff problem. Sorry. So what you're showing now is uh, essentially how you get it to answer questions about stuff that it doesn't know. So one of the canonical examples in sort of the community is what happened in the Winter Olympics in 2022. So we'll first send a question asking it about curling in the All 2022 right. Olympics, and it won't know the answer and it'll say so, right? Okay. This is, oh yeah, that's it, okay, so we'll put that. Source main resources, okay. And now go here and, okay, next one. So I'm gonna, this is the resource. Yeah, I will uh, slack this to you. So you have to type it. Okay. And what did you select to me? Oh, okay. Um, this is something you have to put into another resource. Let me let me write it first here. Or, no, I okay. <laughs> I'm trying to save time because it's kind of long. It's okay. Use the following pieces, pieces. of context to answer the question at the. 
you don't know the answer, just say that you don't know. Don't try to make up an answer. Period. Next line. Context. Question. I'll get it all. Pass this in through. Okay, perfect. There you go. Okay. E mm -hmm. and then and sweat. Yep. And <laughs> my my mom is a stenographer in the 60s. She could do this blindfold and be 100% accurate <laughs> and faster too, way faster than me. I just awesome. touch typing, you know? I, I never got that. Okay, so helpful answer. Seth writes. Yeah. Okay, looks good. Yeah. So I'm going to put that in a resource. So just now, you don't need to if you have it here already, you typed it. Right? <laughs> so just do a prompt template from the string. Okay, new prompt template. And this string right here. a QA prompt, yep. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Now uh, I kind of want to um, uh, create a map. Yeah. But don't pass it the context, just pass it this question. Which athlete? So create a map uh, that... Um, has uh, this uh, question in it? That's a great question. So now create the prompt from that map. Okay, so it's a prompt template. I need a prompt template first. You have one. Yeah, pt dot create passing in a map of, uh, and then the map has question. Which is a question, and it has that's it. Do that for now, because it's not going to know. Okay. So right. then get the response and you know, print it out. So there's the prompt, and I just print out prompt dot. No, you got to call AI client generate. Oh right, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Generation is fine. Wasn't there just oh there you go. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You so. can system out that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Could just run that. Fire away. Yeehaw. Oh, missing question. Oh, yeah. Context. Remove the con uh, remove the context. Yeah, perfect. Now run it. So you see, it checks. It knows. Right. So it doesn't send it over and it's give like you garbage. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry. As an AI language, I can't. Right. Now check it in there. Well, let me. So I, I can't. Yeah, it doesn't know. Private answer as a 22, 22. Yeah, even been, worse is yeah. Scheduled to be held in China yeah, from February. Kind of really lost. <laughs> <laughs> right. At least it's fourth, right? Because yes. you gave it such a good specific yeah, prompt. Yeah, so put the context back in. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then and context now, is... Uh, create a resource that's going to get the information from the Wikipedia. Okay, uh, okay. Markdown that I uh, will have to copy. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then that goes to this. Mm-hmm. Like that? The context is the name of the variable. Yes, correct. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Perfect. Nectar. Did you already get the uh, curling article? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you said I didn't see that. Okay. It's at least I hope it did. Or... Yeah, it looked like it worked. Uh, yeah, okay. okay. Did it answer? Oh, 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 oh there it is. Oh, that's so cool. So that's who won. <laughs> there. Oh, we should probably stop at this point, I guess. I it says you yeah, we can stop, but just you saw it here, people. This is like uh, the beginning of an amazing, amazing adventure. Um, Doctor Pollock, thank you. Thank you. This is phenomenal. Like it's it's everything I wanted. You know, I'm like nice, simple starter just to be able to start 
bringing in this kind of the interactivity to my yeah, yeah. applications today. I like that we can do this. <laughs> you can invade your Zoom area. <laughs> um, everybody, thanks for hanging out. I hope you got something out of it. Um, it's it's been good. We we did a thing today. I yeah, don't know, I appreciate you know, it. No, Ready okay. to do my talk? I think I'm gonna copy what you did. I'm gonna copy what you did. That's that's for sure. Um, ciao, ciao, everybody. Thanks again. Have fun. A Beautiful Podcast is produced by me, Josh Long. I do these podcasts because I believe that everything we do in software is for and made better by people. I want to hear from you. I'm josh at joshlong.com by email or at S-T-A-R-B-U-X-M-A-N on Twitter, where, of course, my direct messages are wide open. Do you have guest ideas, topic suggestions, feedback? Don't hesitate to reach out. If you like the show, then please consider rating it on iTunes and leaving a review, uh, as it really helps the show. I sampled music from Steve Combs's Them from Morning and Springtime and Steve Combs's Small Victory, both of which are licensed under a Creative Commons license. I'm trying to hire production assistants to make the production of this podcast easier. I want to make sure that we can add things like show notes and transcripts and, and just generally do more. If you would like to advertise on the show, then please reach out to me. Uh, and if you can't uh, or don't want to advertise but would like to otherwise support the show, then please consider supporting me at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Josh Long for as low as $4 a month. Thanks again. No harm came to any seasons in the making of this podcast.